Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Hello, everybody. Bill Kasky here. Welcome to the podcast. In today's episode, we're going to talk about getting the inputs right so that the outputs are right. I want to personally, personally welcome you back to the Bill Kasky podcast. Where you been, man? It's been a while. You've been taken up with another podcast or just stepped away from the podcast world. Anyway, I'm glad you're joining me. I uh, publish this podcast every week. And of course, we do the advanced selling podcast as well. But this is a chance for me to speak directly to my listeners and talk about some topics at depth. And one of the topics that I find is on my mind a lot. You know, a company will call me up and say, hey, come in and work with our team. VP of sales, CEO calls and says, we want, we want you to come in and work with our team. And we talk about, you know, the fees and the what, what is involved and who should be in the program and who shouldn't and all that logistical stuff. But at some point, I go in and I start working with the people. And it seems like most of the time, the person who brings me in wants me to come in and teach sales skills. Now, that's not unusual because that's kind of how I've positioned myself, sales coach, sales trainer, sales advisor, whatever you want to call it. And so one logically is left with, well, he comes in and coaches sales skills. But I don't think that's where you should begin. And if you're a CEO or VP of sales and you've got a team and you're thinking, you know, do I bring somebody in or do I do it myself? You can try to do it yourself, but I wouldn't start with sales skills. I would start with the five areas that I'm going to share with you today that I think if you start here, the sales skills automatically get better, automatically. So rather than working on the third point of origin, why don't we go back to the or, to the points of origin that really create all the downstream success? Okay, how about that? So let's go through these one at a time. Number one, and again, this gets back to are my affairs, all, are my personal affairs in order? Are they organized? Are they cleaned up? And I don't mean affairs in order like someone's going to pass. I mean just do you have a business plan? Do you have a personal plan? Do you have a financial plan? Do you have the plans that are, are uh, you know, kind of dependent upon your future? Are they written? Are they anywhere? And that's number one is I want you to get a, a personal business plan and I want you to get a personal financial plan at the very least. Now, there may be other plans there, you know, five-year plan, 10-year plan, 60-year plan, whatever. Okay. But at least a personal business plan and a personal financial plan, you get those two things and here's what happens. You become more confident. You're not as distracted by things that are liable to throw you off course because your course has been charted. Very few people have charted their course. 
Now, they may have said, if you ask them, what do you want to earn next year? And they say, oh, I want to earn 20% more than I did in 2022 or whatever, and that equals 150 k whatever. I don't really care what the number is. But that's not a course. That's not a course of action. That's not a map. That's just a goal. So I want you to map out your plan, your personal business plan for 2023 in this case, which since that's where we're in, and your personal financial plan over the next three to five, 10 years. You can do financial plans a little bit further out because of uh, the nature of them. So get those two plans right. So that's number one is plan. Number two, you've got to believe in your value. You've got to believe in the product or the solution that you bring to market that it is unique that it is a premium brand, if you're, especially if you're charging premium prices, would you pay a premium price for your brand, for your solution? Do you have inner belief and value? If you don't, that's fine. Get it. Because it's going to be hard for you or anyone to communicate a value to the world that you don't believe in. You might say, well, you know, I, I believe in it, but uh, you know, uh, I don't need to believe in it to talk about it. Yes, I think you do. So get clear on your value and how it's unique and how it really helps the customer. One thing that I always recommend doing is, let's say, four to ten times a year, go out and interview clients who have used you and get a testimonial. Write up a testimonial. Be a part of it. Don't just let them do it. Be a part of writing it up. Maybe you call it a case study or some other name in your company, but be a part of that. Because when you hear people say, oh yeah, I was I was in the crapper and you guys came along and now look at my business, that's pretty cool. And we can catch, we can catch that virus in a good way. All right, number three, what is your self-worth? Are you worth what you say your goals are up in number one, where you talk, we talked about the plan? Are you worth your goals? Are your goals worthy of you, or are you worthy of your goals, however you want to say it? What is your self-worth? When you think about it, if you think about the, the self-esteem, the self-image, the self-worth, the self-respect, all those self-selves, uh, they are all in concentric circles I think at the center of that circle, the center circle in that circle is self-worth. It's do you believe you're worth anything? And it could be do you believe you're worth what your goals are? So if you want to go from 200K to 1 million, are you worth a million? Or it could be more... um, process oriented like am i worthy of talking to the ceo of the company am i worthy of talking to the board of directors am i worthy of talking to the vp of sales or purchasing manager and it's easy to say oh yes i am but if you get even the least bit anxious when you're talking to them your self-worth is off and again it's not a failure it's just something to be aware of Say, oh, you know what? I need to get a little bit more comfortable calling on CEOs because I noticed the last few times I did, I either avoided that conversation, I did not call them, or when I was there, I felt a little anxious. And trust me, we've all felt that. And a lot of it depends on the state of mind you're in when you have that meeting. But if you feel the least bit anxious, it's probably a self-worth issue or wrinkle, something you've got to look at. 
The fourth input that I think has a lot more to do with success than just sales skills is your mindset. What mindset you take with you every day to the marketplace, every day to the world. You know, this is one mindset that inputs are more important than outputs, that the inputs of life are where we need to be spending our time examining and exploring and improving. The outputs, they'll take care of themselves if the inputs are right. But that's a mindset. Another mindset is the mindset of abundance, that you feel like there's more than enough opportunity out there, that if one or two or 10 prospects go away, that's okay. There's plenty more behind that. Now, part of that is the abundance of your pipeline. Part of it's just the abundance of your personality and your emotions has little to do with the pipeline. So mindset is number four. Another mindset is the mindset of detachment. It's the mindset that everything's going to be okay whether the buyer buys or not. And I know we all know that. But sometimes we get so locked in to an outcome that we can't detach ourselves from it, and it gets in our way. And we literally lose the sale because we're too attached to it. Some of you aren't going to agree that that's true. I've seen it happen too many times. I know it happens. We get so attached, we lose the deal because we force the customer away. We don't allow space for the prospect to share with us where they are, what they're feeling, what they're thinking. We're just... We're just like clowns. We're just rabid dogs. We just can't, we can't let go. Sometimes you've got to let go. And it doesn't mean walk away and it doesn't mean be angry. It just means sometimes you have to chill and just relax the hold and see what the prospect does, see what the truth is. Because the truth is not going to come out if you're holding on tight, if you're attached. So mindset is number four. The number five input, I believe, is messaging It's everything around messaging. And this could be the message of your company. It could be your personal story and how that feeds into what you do and the message of the company. It could be the typical problems that customers in your space have that you bring value to and you bring solutions around. But I want you to think about messaging. And I realize this sounds really simple. Well, let's get our, we'll get our 30-second commercial right. But I think messaging goes deeper than that. I think one thing we have to do when we do messaging is we have to get clear on the problems we solve. I bet you, if I ask you to hand me the document of the kinds of problems that your solution fixes or partially addresses, I'll bet you'd be hard-pressed to send me that doc. You might have it. You might have done it. Maybe it was an exercise from a couple of years ago. Maybe it was something we did on the podcast here and you were a diligent listener and you went through it because I think we've done it a couple of times. But if you don't have that front and center, then it becomes hard for you to talk about your value through the eyes of problems. And that's really the essence of your value. When you think about value, value is tied to one of two things. It's tied to a problem set a customer has or wants to avoid or it's tied to a future destination, a a place they're trying to get to, an objective, a possibility. You bring value to the extent you help them either avoid or solve problems or help them get to an opportunity or possibility. So how do you 
know whether you can solve problems or not if you haven't written down what the problems are that you solve. I don't think you can. I think it provides a much richer conversation when you're in front of a potential client, when you can say to them, look them in the eye and say, look, there's there's five to seven problem areas that we find people have. Let me share with you what those are. And you tell me if you have any of these, there may be a sixth and a seventh that we haven't stumbled on before. Or you may say, I ain't got none of those problems. I ain't got, I ain't got, I don't have any of those problems. So think about how valuable that is to, for a prospect to hear that and say, oh, okay, so they're not trying to sell me. They're trying to match up their solution to my problems. So those five things, plan or, or a version of plans, uh, personal financial plan and personal business plan, belief in your value, your self-worth, your mindsets, and your messaging, those five things, if you work on those, get good at those, the selling skills and the results will just organically happen. I don't even think you ever need to work on selling skills to get your mindset right. Because I think a lot of the sales skills that we've learned are wrong and they come from a deteriorated mindset. Once you get your mind right, the right skills come up, the right words, the right language, the right mechanics. I hope that has been helpful. You can go to BillKasky.com if you're a VP of sales or CEO and you want to talk to me about possibly bringing me in to work with your team, either short-term or long-term. I'm happy to have that conversation. Go to BillKasky.com. There's a place there, I think, to fill in some information and jump on my calendar. And I will talk to you soon. Really enjoyed today. Hope this was valuable for you.